You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Newstalk ZB. Newstalk ZB. Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Friday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn Hart, and we are looking back at Thursday. Uh, are we actually going to get this Waterfront Stadium? Really? Uh, the importance of glasses and uh, Marcus's Google Street View game. But before any of that, uh, what is David Seymour going to do about truancy and will it work? I'm not going to use the word complex or indeed kind, having become desensitised to those words over the last six years. But raising attendance is not as simple as identifying, prosecuting and fining. I was pleased to hear Seymour say there will be sensitivity around some cases. I mean, there are families who are absolutely struggling. They're hanging on by their fingernails. And if some of the older kids are doing jobs that impact on their schoolwork, I can understand how that happens. I can also understand why some kids, after the past few years, are still anxious. There is still that COVID hangover. We were warned that's what would happen when schools were closed holus bolus, that it would be very hard to get them back in the classroom. And guess what? It is. What I do like is the expectation now that parents get their kids to school. It might be difficult to do so. There might be reasons why they're not. But what there is is not the, oh, oh, you poor thing. Oh, I know it's tough, isn't it? What there is is an expectation. Yes, it's going to be tough in some cases. Yes, there might be very good reasons why the kids aren't going to school, but let's work on finding solutions so those children are back in the classroom where they belong. Um, I've said it before, but I, I really feel like school's had its day. I'm just wondering if we need to find a different way. Controversial? Stupid? Hmm, perhaps. News Talk Z-Bean. Always had a bit of a tortured relationship. Me and school, never really been a fan. Uh, and perhaps that's what's going on with a lot of these kids. I don't want to be a Grinch to this wee girl, because Taylor Swift is huge, the tickets are hard to come by, she might be a massive fan, and it would be a wonderful experience for any school kid to be able to go to Taylor Swift, especially Taylor Swift over in, overseas in Melbourne, right? But it kind of made the point, didn't it? The truancy was just a joke on the radio. They were just having a laugh about a sniffle that was clearly non-existent. That is how chill we are about kids missing class. The third term of last year, only 54% of kids, or rather 54% of kids, 54%, skipped at least one day every two weeks. Half the kids did not go to school for a day every two weeks. That is massive. Now, we can debate till the cows come home whether David Seymour's plan will actually make that any better. Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. I mean, there's a case to say it won't work because the law already exists. Parents can already cop a fine of 300 bucks if they get busted. They just ignore it. And if you don't care about your child enough to send them to school, and I will repeat that, if you do not care enough about your child to send them to school every day, then I hardly think that somebody turning up and finding you is going to change your mind, is it? But at least it signals a change of attitude in government. I would rather have a government 
Try absolutely everything under the sun to get kids back to school. Even if some of it doesn't work, then try nothing at all. I hope David Seymour's plan works because I reckon, honestly, after love and after safety, education is the most important thing that you can give your child. I mean, should we be teaching kids how to be Taylor Swift? Or Travis Kelsey? Maybe. Again, stupid, stupid ideas from a guy who didn't really like school very much. So let's move on. News Talk ZB. Uh, they should definitely be doing classes in drawing stadiums. That seems to have gone down well, the drawing of the stadium. Uh, the question is, will it ever be more than a drawing? So the Auckland Council, in a fit of what I can only assume was overt bullishness, or they'd been drinking, called for expressions of interest. And that's always the easy bit, isn't it? Have a meeting, talk big, call for ideas. Well, this latest idea or drawing of an idea is superb. It's as good as a, a good a concept as I've ever seen. It's on the waterfront, where I think most sensible people have concluded it should be. It's modern. Uh, maybe it's even futuristic. The claim is it could be our opera house, and they might be right. Uh, but this is Auckland, and if you haven't seen Auckland lately, she's not a pretty sight. She is increasingly a disheveled, disorganised dump of a site. Uh, the council is close to broke, arguing about rates. The beach is closed when it rains. There are massive holes in the ground. People still haven't been sorted since the storms a year ago. It costs $300,000 to build a speed hub. $600,000 for a pedestrian crossing. Uh, the rail project is billions over budget, years overdue, homelessness and violence, riddle of the central city, and um, <clears throat> dare I suggest the trains. Uh, this is not a city capable of a lot, and certainly not a visionary intergenerational recreation monument to creative thinking. The drawing, I guess, is for somewhere like Abu Dhabi or Dubai, or even Las Vegas, where the private sector and the size of the domestic economy could make it pay. Singapore. Small country the size of ours, population-wise, could probably do it because they've got their act together. Christchurch could tell you a thing or two about building facilities for sport, and theirs isn't even finished, close to finished, or anywhere near as grand as the Auckland drawing. Uh, What the plan really shows is just how far short of what we want to be we really are. Uh, That's its only value, sadly. It's a quality project. It's a bold vision. They have presented it to people, though, not even close to being able to making it a reality. I do, I don't want to be a naysayer, but I do wonder about the demand. Uh, we've got a stadium up my way, quite a nice one, North Harbour Stadium, or whatever it's called these days. Might be called something different, I'm not sure. It's hardly ever used. And now we were getting another stadium. Well, we aren't, as according to Mike Hosking, but you know, you never know. of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. (sighs) And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts, but it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. News Talk Zepin. Okay, uh, what happens on the radio when one of the hosts uh, forgets his glasses? Quite funny this morning, folks. Just a wee bit of insider trading here. We arrived at work and we... we oh, is this about me? <laughs> we have a couple of meetings, you know, and a, a Zoom call and work out what we're going to talk about. And uh, and we have to read a few things on in scripts. <laughs> and James goes, um, I can't see. <laughs> and I go, what? And he goes, I've left my glasses at home. He gets two pairs. He takes them everywhere, two pairs of reading glasses, both of which he'd left at home. And he, he said, I'll be right, I'll be right. And then he picks up the script and he's like, 
I can't see a thing. <laughs> I didn't realise how little I could see because I've always got those glasses with me, my reading glasses, yeah. So, um, no, it was a bit, a bit of a mission, actually. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I need to go back and get my eyes tested again. <laughs> it was actually nearly the Simon and Mr Magoo show this afternoon. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Mr Magoo, mate. Mr Magoo. Well, I mean, at least he admits that he needs glasses. Uh, so, Mike Hosking, um, he can't see either but he won't admit it in fact i don't think he even admits that he understands how optometry works and that glasses actually are actually a thing and he won't go i can't get him to go and have an eye test i think it he's worried that if he does it, it'll be proof that he is actually not 12 years old anymore anyway, speaking of you know inside information news talk we're going to finish up here uh, with Marcus, who's come up with a with a fun game you can play with Google Street View. I'm looking at Google Maps now, Dan, but I can't see... Oh, there's sheep. Yeah, there's sheep on Google Maps. There's sheep all over the... Da- Worsley Road, there's sheep there. What is that guy front handle that rang and talking about the animals off the thing? Ian, that's what happens with talkback. Someone rings up, oh, I heard this guy talking lush. He said it's because they take the sheep off. That's what... James, that's why it's all burning down. That's why you got to flip. you got to fight at the misinformation every turn. For that, that's a you with two young little that's um, two little lambs on the on the teat. More in the bushes, also. Gosh, it's they're hiding from the Google Streetcar. Don't know who'd plant those. What are those things? Agapan- who'd plant agapanthers? There's one plant I hate. It's agapanthers. Temporary, this is from 2019 to 2020 in Worsley's Road, but there's sheep everywhere. Looks absolutely pastoral. Looks like something from a... The great internet uh, exercise for today is to go on Google Maps and find sheep on the images on the Port Hills. Quite a lot of fun. I think I might have invented something, Dan. I think there might be an idea you could have a, this could be good for you, you could have a uh, scavenger hunt on Google Maps, couldn't you? You find a sheep on the port hills, you could, I think we've invented something. If it's a quiet day with youth group, you could do that, I think it'd be quite a good, <laughs> quite a good thing to do, an online scavenger hunt, find someone pushing a pram and yeah, I'll be up for th- I'd be up for that. I'd so be up for that. Find someone in the far north in a Canberraiders top. You do all sorts of things. Is that a challenging game, finding a sheep in New Zealand? I mean, I know we don't have as many as we used to, but I think we've still got a few. I guess nobody said it was a challenging game. Uh, that has been News Talks here. Been no challenge there. You can find it here five times a week. Um, and you'll find it here again on Monday with a weekend edition. I'll see you then. News Talk. News Talk. ZB. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air, or online. And keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.